0: Oh, my Bible's gone! Who stole my Bible? Can can somebody go get it, brother? Can you get my Bible? Is it out there? Did bro- brother Armstrong came back to get me? And he, he'd steal your sermon notes. And Um all right. Just say this real quick. Um, when we're going to have our emphasis on attendance and soul winning. Let's really encourage other people to come, and uh, especially members. This is no time to go out of town unless you have to. Thank you very much. Amen. <laughs> I knew that. That's the first time that's happened. It's, it'll, uh, it'll probably happen again. Amen. All right. I might have had to wing it. All right. Proverbs chapter 13. Proverbs 13. And uh, let's begin reading in verse 10, Proverbs 13, and verse 10, and uh, we'll read through verse 15. We'll read verses 10 through 15. Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. The law of the wise is a fountain of life, to depart from the snares of death. Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of transgressors is hard. Well, I have a friend, that's one of his favorite verses. He quotes that about all of his children and his brothers and sisters. The way of a transgressor is hard. All right, let's look back at uh, verse 12. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life, and so tonight I want to give you some good advice from uh, God's word, uh, the wise way to live. Um, and so we're going to talk about tonight how to make yourself sick. This is the last thing you want to do when uh, there's the elements, people, the world uh, doing everything they can to have an adverse effect on you. How to make yourself sick. Uh, in other words, this is what you don't want to do, all right? Uh, how to make yourself sick. All right, let's pray. Father, we pray that you'd give us wisdom, help us to make it the principal thing. We pray that you'd direct us as to what to say and how to say it. We pray that your spirit would uh, lead and guide and embolden and empower, that you'd open the eyes of our understanding, of the enlightenment of our heart, and that you'd help us to hear what the spirit Sayeth unto the church, and give us uh, a heart to receive it, that we would have um, wisdom, understanding, prudence, and discretion, and knowledge. We pray that you'd make us uh, a wise people, convict us where needs be of a lack, and help us to see the consequences and the lack thereof, and then the benefits and uh, the blessings of making wisdom the principal thing and help us and we ask these things in jesus name amen how to make yourself sick one of my favorite verses in the bible and i quote it quite a bit third john verse 2 uh, beloved i wish above all things notice above all things that thou may uh that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosperous. So God wants us to be prosperous. He wants us to be healthy. He wants us to be healthy physically, and he also wants us to be healthy in our soul. So what is going to give us physical health? Not just health food these things you know it still hasn't been proven that vitamins even work could be just a sales pitch have you ever you ever heard that saying that uh, lures mostly catch men and they don't catch fish it's true go to bass pro shops walmart aisle men are in there buying stuff a lot of it doesn't work but boy they sure m- made a lot of money they caught a lot of men So uh, it hasn't been proven that probiotics work. You know, you're supposed to get your nutrients from the food you eat, um, but God wants us to be healthy, and he wants us to have a soul that prospers. This is what really matters. So the goal, the blessing of God, is to have a prosperous soul, most emphasized, only the body but wisdom teaches us that we can make ourselves sick. So there's many things trying to make us sick. There is uh, diseases, bacteria, viruses want to give us an infection. One of the elements of the weather, poor food. A lot of people don't eat right. They're going to get sick. And winter's coming. We need to build our immunity. The cold, damp, the wind is going to blow. We've gotten off pretty easy so far. Uh, We ought to have a goal. I don't want to be sick. The last thing I want to do is get sick. So no exercise, not enough rest, getting run down, an imbalance in our body. Uh, poison. Boy, you said poison. Yeah, well, look what's in the food they, that they legalize. Just read the ingredients by the FDA. It's unbelievable. Um, all sorts of things are against us. Satan, evil spirits, the world. Men come against us. The weather, um, all these types of things. So the last thing we want to do is to make ourselves sick. That's such a sad thing. I remember my mom one time, I never forgot it. She's looking at a family member. She goes, you're going to make yourself sick. You're, I can see it. And you know why? He was on his 10th donut. He was trying to finish the whole dozen. You're going to make yourself, you know, a little while. Ooh, groaning in there, uh, moaning, groaning. Oh. Uh, Some things happened after that. I won't tell you what it is. But uh, you're going to make yourself sick. Now, one of the great secrets to life is to learn yourself. To know yourself. Your body. Your digestive system. Your immune system. Know yourself yourself. But then know your soul. What makes you angry? What really gets you upset? What will really cause fear to uh, strike your heart? What will really cause you to become depressed and sad, melancholy, and to settle into a state of spiritual depression? What oppresses you? What annoys you? you know, you ought to know yourself by now. If I don't know myself by now, you know, I've been in this body 62 years, um, I would have a learning disability. Uh, I've had plenty of time through experiment, good and bad, to know the outcome, to know what I am and how God made me and what affects me in life. Know yourself, know the struggles, Know what success does to you. Know your weaknesses. Where are you most able to be tempted and to possibly yield? Could you trip, stumble, and fall? Know yourself. Now, one of the, you know, a lot of people say, what's the great secret to this? What seminar can I go to? Uh, What pill can I take? What's the magic? formula. What can I ingest? Uh, It's pretty simple. You know, salvation is so simple. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The simple things in life are the most profound, and the way you can make yourself sick is by making a foolish decision, and we're going to talk about this tonight, Lord willing, in detail Did you know, and and I quote this one quite a bit also, the Bible says the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. Your attitude can make your sickness longer than it would have been. Your attitude toward it. Did you know if you're in poverty and you're lacking money, your attitude toward that can keep you poor? You know the Bible says, the poor heareth not rebuke. They don't want to be corrected. Boy, we'll read that one there. He that does what? Despiseth the word shall be destroyed. What a verse. So sometimes we'll say, that just makes me sick. Or we'll say something like, that felt like a gut punch. That hit me hard. So, what does the Bible say? Look at verse 12, Proverbs 13. Hope deferred does what? Makes the heart sick. Not the body sick. It's talking about the seat of affections, our emotions, in the depth of our soul, that if you have a hope, and you attach to that hope, and it doesn't come, it gets deferred. It's going to make you very sick. And if you're sick in your heart, in your soul, eventually that's going to affect your body. That's going to affect your physical um, health. It's kind of like, uh, say, the NFL coin toss one team wins. They say, Do you want to receive a receiver kick? They'll say, We'll, we'll defer, we'll, we'll let them have the ball. We'll take the ball in the beginning of the second half that we will pass it over to the other side. And uh, this word sick is kind of an interesting word. It means to be rubbed raw, to be worn out through rubbing. Uh, you know, sometimes uh you know, somebody was going on a hike recently. They just got new hiking shoes. I said, "You better put them on, walk around, break them in." The last thing you want to do is be somewhere and get a blister. You now that happened to me. One, I got some brand new church clothes uh, shoes. It's been about a year ago. I these fit really good. And after church, you know, I don't walk much. So I, uh, I had to go to Walmart buy some. About, I got going down the aisle and I started feeling, hey, this thing's giving me a blister. I, I mentally pulled my shoe off, started working the back. I know where this is headed. I do not want to be rubbed raw. I don't want, you know, you're rubbing me the wrong way. That's what probably some of you are thinking right now. Uh, you're rubbing me the wrong way. But the word means to grieve. It means to suffer. Why, why do you grieve? You lost someone, very important to you, that you love. Why do you grieve? You lost something that you loved very, very much. And if you love a hope that is beyond your control and it gets deferred, it's going to make you sick. The, you know the word means to writhe in pain? To twist and writhe yeah that's why the devil's called the the crooked serpent the leviathan and iniquity means to be bent or to be twisted the immoral sin against god of the crooked twisting serpent and who can make that which is uh crooked straight uh the bible asks so in proverbs 15 13 A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance. But the sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. Sorrow of the heart. And what we're talking about tonight, mainly, is disappointment. Now, it's very important because we have a choice. And wisdom teaches us never attach to a outcome that is beyond your control if you attach and you get your hopes up what happens if it doesn't come true you're going to get sick uh, like uh, the, uh, the sweet older lady said well bless, he- bless her heart you know she lived her whole life This young girl's getting her hopes up, and uh, she knew it wasn't going to work out. She could see, you know, and and if you have prudence and discretion, you can see the end before the beginning. See, well, bless her heart. She's getting her hopes up. She's going to get her heart broken. She's going to get a broken heart. So the hope deferred make it the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, It is a tree of life, and so this is uh, in the New Jerusalem where the nations of the world will travel to eat of the tree throughout eternity, and also the leaves are for the healing of the nations. It's a type of renewal, refreshing, and revival. There's nothing better than good news. The Bible says it's like a cold, brisk, uh, dry winter cold front that comes in after you've had uh, a drudging, uh, humid, hot uh, summer. Nothing like that when you get good news. But there's nothing worse. When you got your hopes up, and you thought something was going to happen, and you really latched on and you got burnt. I mean, you got rubbed raw. It's kind of like being a Cowboys fan. Uh, I, I like what Brother Powell said earlier. He, he, I'm, I'm serious. He ought he to oughta get that copyrighted. They're bound to let you down. Now, he could make a shirt on that. He, he could get rich. Um, I always said, even if they were ahead 28 points in the fourth quarter, they got time to blow it they got time to lose um, now if we attach so we have this decision to make will we embrace will we set our affections upon something that is beyond our control will we build up emotionally in our soul and in our heart that we are going to get the news that we were looking for Uh, you know we've been battling with my wife's situation over 10 years now there's nothing like going to the doctor waiting on results I mean it's the most trying I hate it Um, and, and you know you're oh we're gonna get and then it's like what's gonna happen because the the results are beyond our control even though we trust God pray do the best we can so the news of a happening or the outcome of a situation that is beyond our control if we put our hope in it and we build up and it's a spiritual attachment of an embracing almost like a partnership and when we do this we then allow the outcome To determine our health, why would we want to get sick? Why would we want to make ourselves sick? You know, that's why the Bible teaches 40 is the number of trial, tribulation, temptation, but it's also the number of grieving. Um, We grieve, we lose, we hurt, we cry, we're broken. You have to put a time limit on it. Life goes on. God would not want us to live in a state of loss. Amen. You know how many people live in a state of grief the rest of their life? I, they'll never get over it. Now, it doesn't mean that it didn't happen and, and the, the pain and the loss, the reality will ever go away. But what it means is we do not live in that state of emotional... Attachment of trauma that we allow the loss to determine our soul and our health from that point on. Uh, You know, a good example throughout the years, if you like weather, and and I kind of like, I don't like weather, Uh, I wouldn't want to be a meteorologist. They say it's the only job you can get paid big money to lie on a regular basis and uh, nobody even questions it but uh, you know if, if you watch the, the weather in our area for the last how many years 10 and you get this forecast a big cell storms coming and you look on the Doppler you know and it's all a forecast it's a computer projection and image but here it comes and you know boy we really need rain Isn't this good we're going to get rain Isn't this something we're going to get rain boy. And then all of a sudden you look And you know well, it was supposed to rain by now And then it just like You look and it just goes Right when it hits us Or it'll split And a big storm will go over here And a big storm will go over here Or one will go around that way Or one will go under this way And if you get your hopes up You know I am I, I, always say Well they lied to us again they, and then I have to realize, God determines the weather. Oh, I'm sorry, they seated the, unseated the clouds that determine the weather. But, uh, yeah, something's going on. Yeah, just look who voted one way and who voted the other way. Then start looking at what's going on. Now, we don't want to get let down when it's not necessary. It's not necessary. I don't need, I've got enough let down. You know, and I, I tell myself, I've got enough problems in life. I don't need another one. I have enough burden to carry, enough sorrow, enough sadness in my life. I I don't need another one. I don't need to take another emotional hit to get rubbed the wrong way. I am going to turn this over to the Lord. And I'm going to let God be God and the Bible says the, the the lap of the lot is cast into the lap, but the Lord uh, determined the whole disposing thereof. There's no such thing as luck, and you can look at uh, percentages and all these formulas mathematically, but God determines everything, and we need to let God be God. So I don't need any more bad news. I've got you know, I got the good news of the gospel, but I don't need any more bad news. I don't need to hear somebody else quit, or somebody else is a sellout, or somebody else is a turncoat, or somebody else was a Benedict Arnold, or somebody else was a stab in the back, or somebody else was what the old West used to call a turnaround. I don't I don't need that. I need good news. Good news will make you merry. You know it says it makes the bones fat. And your, the, the, um, the bone marrow and the, and the red blood cells and the white corpuscles is made inside the bone marrow. And good news makes you healthy. Bad news makes you sick. You know, and it's almost like some uh, somebody us, man, I got some news. Just let me have it and get it over with. You know, when they, they try to like, well, I don't know how to say this just let me have it I mean the truth is the truth is the truth can't change what happened Uh, now are you sitting down I never understood that are you standing up or sitting down what difference does that make if it's bad news it's bad news and I'm going to take a hit now if I had my hopes up and then it didn't happen I'm a foolish person I don't have much wisdom because who am I to determine what's going to happen? Who am I to control the outcome um, of a matter? So this word deferred, hope deferred, make it the heart sick. It basically means to prolong and remove something to another time and just make it last worse longer than it would have you know like if if you quit watching the cowboys at halftime it's over just pull the bang. you know it it's like when when I was an idiot and I used to surf and I was an idiot god had mercy on me and uh, I would hitchhike to the beach and in the winter time you know very seldom did you get an offshore breeze to make a a, a tube you know like you're supposed to. corpus christi is like surfing in a uh, agitating old washing machine where it just goes you know that agitator and all this foam's churning uh very seldom is there an offshore and it's coming in and sets like hawaii you know what you think or california and uh you'd have to go out there in the dead of winter that's the only time it would happen freezing cold and there's only one way to deal with this jump right in you know you know people oh that's cold no that's cold yeah just go ahead and get bit by jellyfish and get sea lice boy those are fun and uh but uh just get it over with and so in the winter When you have a full wetsuit and you have even, uh, I forget what they're called, booties. I don't even remember what that stuff's called. Man, you're all warm and you you have to go under the water and that ice cold gets under the rubber. And then it has to heat up to your body temperature. Then it's not that bad. Uh, You know, just let me have it. What is it? Let's get this over with. But then when you do, that's not that bad. I mean, I accepted it. It hurt. Uh, I'm real sad. But it's not like when you attach to something. And, you know, let's say you uh, applied for a job. And you really need it. And you really think this is the one. And maybe this is the one. You don't know. And you think you had a real good interview with the boss. And you're just waiting on that phone call. And then you call all your friends. I got the job. I feel really good on that. I think I got the job. Yeah, this could be it. This could be life changing. Yeah, just build up to that. And then when they pull the rug out from under you and say, "Well, this," you know, the new one is you're overqualified. How can you be overqualified? Uh, that's their excuse that you didn't fit into their little scheme and their plan. Or you're under quality. You need, and then they'll say, well, you need this much experience to get, well, how do I get the experience if you don't hire me to get the job? That doesn't make any sense either. Something's fishy. So, let me, let me make a few observations here. First of all, we have the blessed hope. We attach to the second coming of Christ. We attach to the rapture. Even so, come Lord Jesus. This is the hope that will never let you down. You can build up. You can live for it. You can pray for it. You can be excited about it. Jesus is coming. Amen. Number two, we should claim Bible promises. I'm not saying you shouldn't have hope for the future. If you've met the, the condition in the book, God's going to keep his word. Titus 1-2, it's impossible for God to lie. God's going to show up. But when's he going to show up? In his timing. So you can attach to a Bible promise that God's going to do something. but And you can have confidence. But you just don't know when. Let God be God, trust in the Lord. So what we're talking about tonight then is don't attach mentally and emotionally with your soul to a hope that is beyond your control. It's just not a wise way to live. Boy, if if we could live this, it'd give you peace. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't have any ambition or aspirations in life. We're talking about building up to something that may never happen. Building up to something beyond your control. Building up to something when the decision is dependent on somebody else. How do I know how they'll decide? How do I know? So... um, Our hopes, our dreams, our aspirations, the longings, they're a big part of life. They really are. Because this is present. The past is already gone. All we have is memories. We can reminisce. The future is ahead of us. We want to have a good future. And so in the present, we try to attach too much to something that might happen you know if I can just do this I think this will change if I can just get there I think it'll be better if I can just do, no you don't know that all we can do is our best so a lot of people this is what this is all about pride forcing our way with our own dreams and hopes and fantasies when it's beyond our control. And so what, it, what happens is, a lot of people it doesn't happen. They get what? Really sad. No, sick. Or they might get really angry. I can't believe you know, I, can't, I can't believe this. Happened. Hey, what are you mad about? Who do you think you are that just because you wanted something to happen, it's going to happen? The audacity of the pride of the human heart. We ought to live the other way. Well, I can't believe this happened. Praise the Lord. (laughs) You know, if you're looking at that way, man, God is merciful. This is really good news. You know what most people do? I can't believe this didn't happen. Well, I'm just going to. That's a lack of wisdom. And then you have other people. See, they'll attach to it and then they'll get totally afraid if it doesn't work out their way live in fear just torment oh no what if it doesn't happen well it never would have happened anyways let go move on that's one of my my wife says I say that a lot lately just move on quit living in this just quit grow up get some wisdom just don't attach to things that are beyond your control well, if they'll just—if my family member will just do that, and I'm really thinking they will, hey, pray they will, preach at them, but don't get sick. Don't get sick. So, circumstantially, emotionally, run from the attachment. Run from it. Uh, so, very simple. We have aspects of life. Number one, what's happening? You know, what's up? What's happening? Secondly, what do you want to happen? Do you want something to happen that's not happening now? Yes. But then the, the big question is, what will happen? That's the big question. We want things to happen. We pray that things will happen we're trying to get ourselves in a position that things would happen in our life but will it happen i don't know it's not up to me it's not up to me you know some people well you didn't have enough faith well um i don't think you know what faith is we god will increase our faith man said i believe help thou mine unbelief but what's going to happen so with uh, relationships finances our way of making money our uh, living conditions Uh, for me mainly it's the ministry soul winning preaching looking for results Um, we should not be overly excited when something great happens and we should not be overly sad when something bad happens there is a happy meeting let God be God. This is one of the greatest ways to keep up your momentum in life. You know when you're building some steam and you're getting somewhere spiritually, things are beginning to develop and to happen, then you cannot attach to the future. Because all we can do is what we can do right now. And we can plan for the future and we can hope for good news and good results. So I want us to in conclusion, please, if you would turn to Psalm 62. Psalm 62. And I quote this verse all the time. Look at verse 5. Psalm 62, verse 5. My soul, now who are we talking about? The sin, the sick heart and the soul. My soul wait thou only upon God for my expectation is from Him. Now what does that mean? He will tell you what to expect and He will give you the expectation and if it's from God, it's going to happen. That's just to, to conclude the matter. If it's, if, if it's God's will, expect it going to happen. But what does the Bible say? We are to prove, right? Prove what is the good, perfect, acceptable will of God. Prove it. Step out by faith. Claim a promise. Meet the condition. My expectation is from Him. All right. Uh, It's great wisdom. It really helps me. Every once in a while, You'll let your guard down and you'll get a little bit too excited, a little bit too attacked, a little bit. And then um, it's the old pull the rug out from under them syndrome and you fall flat on your face. All right, let's stand.